Hiya folks, if you're new in town, don't be shy and just stand by. Let me explain to you how this works. Feeling bored or lonely and you need someone to watch cartoons with? Then look no further, because I'm here to play in your ear. You can listen to the podcast alone or alongside the cartoon. The choice is yours. Either way, let's get to tune along. Hey everybody, welcome back to Tune Along. Good to have you here. Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to be watching an episode of Beavis and Butthead. Now this is a show that dates back from you know the early 90s, 1993, and it had a huge impact in the, I would say, the, the world in which it played. I mean, um, when the show came out, everybody was talking about the co- controversy surrounding the show, the, just the different aspects it had that were very unique, uh, very uh, MTV-esque, if you will. Um, it's a perfect show for MTV, and a lot of parents banned, or schools, I should say, a lot of places did not uh, like these guys. Um, but now watching them today, it's a little bit lighter. So without further ado, we're going to be watching Beavis and Butthead, Season 4, Episode 31. Don't forget, just feel free to listen along or feel free to just uh, listen to this as a podcast uh, on your way to work. Why not? We're going to be watching some cartoons and hope you will later on too. So let's go ahead and start the episode in three, two, one, play. This episode's called The Great Cornholio. I am Cornholio. Okay, the animation. So this is done by Mike Judge, the creator of King of the Hill. And I'm, I'm not sure if this is his first show, but this is one of his shows. And this one um, is, I would say, it's probably his most popular. I know King of the Hill probably had a longer run, um, like The Simpsons. I would say The King of the Hill is like The Simpsons. And, uh, you know, Beavis and Butthead is more like the South Park, I guess. But yeah, Beavis and Butthead, they, I, felt, I feel like if they came, if they would have stuck around or even came out a little bit later... They could have uh, been more of an impact because when South Park was out, uh, South Park came out what in '93, '94, same time around this. Well, maybe a little bit later after this. Uh, but just imagine if you know King of the Hill. No, not King. Just imagine if Beavis and Butthead and South Park were still around, kicking ass at the same time, um, pushing the boundaries. And here's the thing: now I'm starting to look at it. Um, MTV was might have been more strict i don't know if that's a proper word to use but it just feels like south park does more has more leeway with the things what the hell is thus far be some of it yeah they're wearing acdc he's wearing an acdc shirt and i think he's wearing a metallica i forget the name i forget who's who beavis and butthead it's probably beavis is probably the uh the blonde and butthead's the brunette <laughs> Yeah, the animation's pretty cool. I remember seeing online when I was looking around for various uh, Nickelodeon, you know, production cells, and I remember seeing a bunch of Beavis and Butthead ones, and the animation is very simple. I mean, not so it's its own unique style, if you will, and it's it merits its its place. Like when you're watching this right now, this is very 90s, very um, you know, I'm, when I'm watching this, I'm thinking of God, I'm trying to remember. It's been so long. <laughs> but, you know, when you're thinking of these shows, the 90s, the early 90s, you're thinking of Super Nintendo, right? You're thinking of uh, NES. You're thinking of, of the simpler times, you know, like uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of stuff like that. TMNT, the original Ninja Turtles movies uh, made by Jim Henson. Or I guess they used Jim Henson costumes. Um, 
But just the show, it's and, and oh, and the Tom Green show for those of you who remember that, you know, the old Tom Green show where he would, uh, yeah, he had some crazy stuff. He would do so much crazy stuff with his guests, and I feel like this is, you know, actually wasn't Tom Green. Yeah, Tom Green was on MTV. He got picked up by MTV. And I th I'm pretty sure at some point this was playing and then uh, Tom Green Show would have played right after. And then my uh, my dad would have uh, turned it off, <laughs> which made me want to watch even more. So I'm so glad that, I, you know, after all these years, I was able to find find the show again and watch it. It doesn't have the same impact, like, uh, you know, because it, it it wasn't really there in my childhood. Uh, very vaguely, I see. I mean, I've played the video game. I've. Uh, it's pretty fun, the video game. I remember you running around the school uh, trying to avoid the principal or something. But yeah, and then, yeah. I'm th well, now I'm going back maybe in grade one. So this, this band right here is Sausage. Just the perfect band. Were they invited to play? Or no, no, they're just playing their own thing and Beavis and Butthead are just commenting on it. Pretty sure that's what it is. Oh, the... Uh, okay, that guy... The hippie uh, teacher looks like um, looks like a character from Daria, and you know what? Thinking of Daria, um, I just found out that uh, Beavis and Butthead. So get this, okay? If you go to Wikipedia, I just read this earlier. A spinoff based on classmate Daria Margan Do Dorfer premiered in 1997. Mike Judge was not involved at all, except to give permission for use of the character created by Glenn Eicher, Eicher and designed by Bill Peckman. The only reference to the original show is Daria's mentioning that Lawndale can't be a second highland unless there's uranium in the drinking water here too. And that girl looks like Daria. Okay. Did you guys see that? That character back there? Doesn't it look like Daria? Are they trying to do it on purpose? Uh, and you know, the reason I picked this episode is just because just the phrase, uh, you know, Cornholio. I, I remember that from I was in grade I was I was in kindergarten grade one and there was a kid who was maybe in grade two or three and uh, you know after school we would be in the gym and we'd be playing soccer and he was uh, he'd play goalie and every single day I would play soccer with this kid after school uh, and he would always do these references like I am Cornholio or let's play frog baseball you know uh, every time he's swinging he's farting like and just putting his shirt like that. I remember so many people putting their shirt like that. And I remember just, what the fuck is that? What, is, what are they doing, you know? And then I started doing it, because why not? looks like fun. Um, but, you know, I just, you know, seeing the references all these years later just brings back those memories from way back when, when you, when you might not have been so aware of what, you know, what references, what these references were. These shows were older than you. You couldn't, I mean, for, for myself anyway, when this show came out, 93, 94, 95, up until 97, I was seven years old by 97, right? So at the end of the, uh, you know, at the, by the end of the show's lifespan, there's other stuff on. And don't forget that we're talking about an earlier time when you couldn't really go back and rewatch stuff. If you got it on VHS, you were lucky. Even then, not many people had seasons of cartoons that didn't air. If you had anything, you had VHS recordings, um, and all sorts of stuff like that. Speaking of VHS recordings, I um, I've been able to I'm, you know I've had a chance to go through my old recordings of uh, my Foxbox Saturday morning cartoon um, specials that I've recorded over the years, and just a you know just fun to go through them and find commercials. I've been uploading them on the channel. If you guys go to Tune Along, be sure to go to the um, playlists and check out the uh, the commercials. I've got Fox Foxbox stuff. 
Uh, and I've also got uh, old school commercials like Hot Wheels and, you know, Polly Pockets. And pff, it, it, literally the list is infinite. There's like freaking 10 McDonald's commercials. It's it's unreal. Uh, so go check that out and uh, go live uh, a little afternoon down memory lane. Why the heck not? Oh, here we go. That's uh, that's Beavis, right? Now, think about it. They got Metallica, and there's a Kiss shirt right there. Kid in the front's wearing a Kiss shirt. So MTV, I'm assuming, well, it's music TV, right? I'm assuming a lot of, you know, the copyrighted use of these bands was permitted because it is MTV, and that's why they made the cartoon. And maybe they made the cartoon because these aren't real people. If they would have put real people in this to interview the bands, it would have maybe have to have been some kind of maybe certain type of royalty, I don't know, or maybe a different kind of... But it's just cartoon characters talking about the bands that play music on MTV. So they're just showcasing more of their product, right? Now, MTV, I, I'm always re referring to MTV up here in Canada... Uh, much music much music has always been the music channel here um, if you live on the you know the east coast they have uh, in quebec they have music plus which is uh the french version and i've actually found you know you know searching through the channel up here you know you get all kinds of channels from all across canada um, and i've gone through that um, the french much music uh mtv the french mtv and they'll play viva la bam they'll play jackass they'll play um you know the the dudsons um you know, Wild Boys. They'll play all these wild shows. And I've always appreciated that. I always thought that was really cool. Um, and much, not to say much music didn't have, you know, cool shows. But they, I don't think they ever played, you know, the raunchy stuff. Which I found weird. I found it interesting. But uh, anyways, it's still cool. We still get to watch South Park on much music up here. And it's a lot of fun. But they don't, I don't think they have every uh, every episode. Put it that way. But if you go to, um, if you go to South Park Studios, they have it. Wow. <laughs> Look at this music video. Oh, this is awesome. People, okay, if you remember watching old jazz and, you know, boogie, um, you know, the the Motown days, if you watch those bands with their suits, you know, the future generations are going to look back at this the same way. They're going to be like, oh, look at our grandparents, bunch of idiots. Um, hey, I forgot to mention, guys, the episode is only 10 minutes long. So what I'm going to do is I'll just play uh, the next episode afterwards if you guys want to join in. Uh, but, yeah, it's only 10 minutes long. Or you know what? Maybe. No, I thought about it. I'm going to do a little test because every time I've done 20-minute episodes, but I'm going to do a 10-minute episode, just a short one, a half one, um, and just leave it at that. I just want to see how it does, how the video does. It's the first time I do this. Um that principle is awesome. The principle reminds me of um, the guy from the guy that goes, "What? Those damn kids been whacking off in my tool shed again?" What's that guy? The neighbor, right? It's that neighbor. It just reminds me of Hank Hill. That's all. Well, that is Mike Judge, and he does all the voices. He's got the. So yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Metallica, ACDC, those shirts. They're just gonna use them. There's no problem with that. Which is awesome. Imagine if you had that kind of. Uh, availability for product placement I'm, who wouldn't love to make a cartoon and have metallica and acdc and and kiss content all over the place you know you you definitely would have those fans watching the show they'd be like oh these guys love my bands why not i have a feeling in the future they're gonna do something like that with tenacious d you know tenacious d is a joke band like they do a lot of jokes but the thing is i i, I think i find they do really good music I honestly find that um, a lot of people give them, you know, they complain about them. They say, uh, 
uh, if they were to play real music, they could be good. No, they honestly they are really good. And who cares what 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 they're singing? Whatever they're singing, they're giving it an emotion. They're giving laughter. People are laughing. People are feeling good. People are rocking. Their songs are rocking. Honestly, with Dave Grohl uh, playing it uh, on the drums. Just imagine, uh, you know, Beavis and Butthead giving their take on Tenacious D, and uh, you know, and just modern day. That's the episode. Just modern day, um, you know, music. I'm sure they would have a blast. I think they did have a resurgence actually at one point. They might have been, uh, they might have been uh, doing something, something like that where they just review uh, the new stuff. Oh, there's a doctor. Oh, my doctor, please help. <laughs> 1994, Beavis and Butthead, 1994, MTV Networks. Wow, that was awesome. So that was called the Great Cornholio, and the pee pee for my butthole. Oh, what a great one. Oh, and just looking here on the Wikipedia, I'll just add a few more points here I just that I noticed. I just remember the show being, yeah, like I said, South Park-esque. Um, not really playing much in Canada. It might have been a thing with, you know, with much music or something. I don't know. But so when South Park played, I watched all, all those shows. But this show, I don't know. I knew about it. I always, always wanted to be into it. I've maybe seen an episode or two uh, in total um, in my childhood just because of the fact that it was so controversial. I remember actually watching an episode and then, Tom, like I said, Tom Green show comes on and he'd be like, your parents smoke. You're going in the building. You're going in the building. Uh, just ridiculous stuff, you know, for back then. Uh, I could understand why parents would be like, my kids are going to be doing drugs if they watch these shows. Uh, today, it's fucking hilarious. It's, it's genius. It's gold. And I think it's going to actually, you know what? I think it's like a fine wine. It's going to age well. People are going to get to enjoy a little bit later on in life. And there's going to be that generational thing where every generation is going to, you know, go back and watch these shows because uh, they were significant. A lot of people knew about them. And if they just bring them back, why not? Just enjoy it again and, and see what it can bring to the table. Um, yeah, and I, I was just going to say on the uh, on the Wikipedia page, they were saying Marvel Comics made a, made a I, I don't know if it's one issue or two issues, but they made a couple uh, comic books for Beavis and Butthead. I'm assuming it would have been really crazy. Uh, it says here it was drawn by artist Rick Parker. Uh, and it was reprinted in Marvel UK. Uh, just checking here quickly if there's anything. Ghostwriter comic. Uh, nah, nothing there. I, I'm, I'm in the comics. So they only made one. Yeah, they only made one comic, which is still pretty cool, honestly, for a show like that. It'd be cool to see how much that comic's worth online. Actually, I'm going to take a look after this. And I'm just looking if there's anything else here. Yeah. So, yeah, Mike Judge. Honestly, you don't hear, you don't see much of him. I mean, you, everybody talks about Seth MacFarlane. Everybody talks about Matt Groening or Matt Greening. I forgot how to pronounce his name. Uh, I always see it. Bat Groening. <laughs> uh, nah, but just, my, uh, you know, Mike Judge doesn't get enough praise. Or maybe that's just the way he wants it. He just wants to be low key. But um, I remember I, if you if you look on YouTube or anywhere, I've I've only seen maybe one interview with him like way back in the day with uh, maybe Leno or Letterman. I can't remember. Uh, but way back, and I, I think what it is is they just didn't want him in the spotlight. They thought they thought maybe his show or maybe parents didn't sit well with parents, so the demographic demographic didn't really sit well with the viewership for yeah if you play beavis and butthead you're gonna lose sponsorship i don't know for back then but yeah so it's just cool to see that uh, you know mike judge is gonna age you know it's gonna age well all these you know great shows he's made i'm sure king of the hill king of the hill is great 
it's a freaking awesome show there's some just if you you know if you're not going to watch the whole series go on youtube and just watch the best you know top king of the hill moments give it 20 minutes honestly watch 20 minutes of the best moments there are some really good jokes really well written um and when you know the characters in the show like when i used to watch i'm talking about king of the hill i'm, I'm gonna have to do an episode of king of the hill but let me just say when i used to watch king of the hill in the afternoon i'm thinking like a sunday afternoon even a saturday afternoon on fox or global in canada um and you're watching king of the hill parts of it are really boring but parts of it are really dramatic there's actually a lot of story uh, and you feel the emotion with the characters it's kind of sad a lot uh, actually in a lot of uh, a lot of the episodes it's very sad very dark uh, but when the jokes are there you're laughing because it's almost like you know it hits you in the gut right at you know right in the perfect time and i think i don't know i just think the view, not a lot of people gave it a shot they was boring for them um it could have been a thing where maybe just not a lot of people gave it a chance, you know, to watch. It's it, like I said, it is tough to get into um, if you're if you're watching The Simpsons and you're watching South Park and you're watching Family Guy. Imagine watching Family Guy and then you got uh, King of the Hill. King of the Hill is, you know, mellow. It's very mellow. The guys are just sitting outside drinking beer, hanging out um, in the front for most of the episode, uh, just talking about their problems. Um, you know, whereas Family Guy got people are jumping off the stairs, there's explosions. It's it's crazy, right? Uh, so, but no, King of the Hill is great, and um, you know, Beavis and Butthead, what a great show! Thanks for stopping by, everybody. <laughs> I'm going on and on. Yeah, I'm gonna watch another episode, but I'm gonna keep this one short and sweet and see how it goes. Go check out the podcast on Spotify, um, you know, iTunes. Um, you can find it anywhere. Just Google Tune Along, and you'll find me um, and and all my content that I put up. So yeah. Have a good one, everybody. Stay safe. I hope everybody's doing good out there with the families and everybody. Um, And we'll talk next time. Bye-bye. You just listened to a Tune Along podcast. If you like what you heard or have any comments or feedback, don't hesitate to check out more on iTunes, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio, as well as Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for more info. I'll see you next time. Ciao!